Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You guys, you guys, we back. You guys, we back. Season one finale. We back. You guys, it's Yes B with SB Randolph the third. I'm your host, SB Randolph the third. We back with the season finale. Twenty one episodes proceeded, and here's the the big finish <laughs> of the first season of Yes B with SB. So check it out you guys i'm so excited <laughs> i have been sitting on this because first of all here's the deal i want to do i always like when something first comes out i want to just immediately do a podcast about it but then i realized like you know you guys haven't seen it yet <laughs> because you're not like me you're not waiting for it to come out you're not waiting on the edge of your seat you know like <laughs> for the stroke of midnight <laughs> for it to be released that's just what I do and so I have to wait for you guys to watch it and catch up because you know you guys have families and things and husbands and what are those called yes children and cats and dogs and things I don't have any of those things (laughs) so all I got is my shows (laughs) all I got is my movies and my shows you guys I'll be waiting 
just to wait and anxiously. No, I'm kidding. But I do get like really excited when things, you know, that interesting things come out, especially because you guys, you guys, let, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's get started. Um, Y'all know my favorite show, right? My favorite show is, of course, Dateline. I do fall asleep watching Dateline. <laughs> People ask, why are you single? I'm like, because I watch Dateline. And for those of you who haven't heard, I love Dateline. It's my favorite thing in the entire world. People is crazy. <laughs> People be murdering. <laughs> People be getting a murder on. <laughs> like, don't. My number one thing about, here, here you guys, listen in, listen in. My number one thing that I've learned from watching Dateline is don't ever take out a life insurance policy. <laughs> Because the second you take out a life insurance policy on yourself, your spouse is going to try to kill you. So it's always the husband, you guys. It's always the husband. It is never anyone else. Like I, my thing about Dateline, you know, you would know this if you're, if you're a listener, you would know this. My favorite thing about Dateline is when it's the wife, you know, I'm like, go girl, get him. <laughs> you go girl. You, you better get him, girl. Get him before he was going to get you. Because he was going to get you. I know that much. Because I watch Dateline. Look, you guys. So, I love Dateline. And that is why I'm single. I'm single because I watch Dateline. Because I, I approach dating as like, who would you like to murder you? <laughs> and so far, the answer is no one. <laughs> But when I get an answer, I will let you all know. <laughs> but until then, as of right now, I'm good. <laughs> so, and it's so sad that like you would think that watching Dateline might have a psychological effect on a person, <laughs> but it doesn't. I actually, I sleep well. I sleep well and I wake up vigilant. <laughs> so, just wake up like I just wake up with a butcher knife in my hands out of nowhere. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> Julie, where are you? You know, like just ah, <laughs> uh, no. But I really, I do it. It, I get, I sleep, I, I sleep okay. <laughs> I sleep okay. You guys, you know, you that thing. Here's the thing. We're gonna get back to what I was talking about. But you know that thing of when you have a dream about something and then you're obsessed with it. Like, even though if you hate it or love it, whatever, before the dream, but then you have the dream and then it's like implanted itself into your psyche. And now you're, it's like, like, I, cause I, I had a dream about a certain, like a food thing and it's not something that I enjoy, but now I'm obsessed with it. And I have to like, keep telling myself not to, to like postmates it right now because it, you know, like that's dumb. Like you don't actually like this. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's just something that's in your dream, but you obsess over it, you know? I don't know. It's 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 driving me wild. Anyway, so, but you guys know, this happens to everybody. This is hashtag relatable, right? Ah, uh, speaking of hashtags, so I guess they're trying to shut down TikTok, <laughs> which I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, you guys lean in. I find it, don't tell anyone, but I find it kind of funny, okay? <laughs> because here's the thing. Anyways, it might not happen, so it totally might not happen, but I knew this was coming because there was a thing, you guys, 
Now, I don't want to have to do a history lesson for you guys, but in the year 1546, <laughs> uh, Jebediah Vine invented an app called Vine that um, sailed to a similar fate. <laughs> so <laughs> whenever it's like, I'm on TikTok, I'm like, shit. <laughs> We'll wait and see. I'm like Beyonce. You don't know how like Beyonce like didn't get on TikTok for a very long time. She's still not really on it. But I'm like Beyonce going like, shit, I wish I would waste my time on this shit for y'all to shut this shit down. <laughs> anyway, so they might not shut it down because of Project Texas, which is great because, you know, that's where I'm from. But apparently there's going to be like they're trying to house all of the data for TikTok in Texas, which I'm like, well, there are better ideas than that. <laughs> but but apparently they're going to house it in Texas rather than sending it to China. I don't buy any of it. I don't care. They're going to shut the app down. Who cares? Let's move on. Now, the funny thing to me, though, is the people who have like 8 million followers on TikTok and they're like losing their shit right now. They got these like really long TikToks where they're just talking about politicians, you know, out of, you know, they're, you know, they, they got some really interesting ideas about politics and stuff that they Googled and they just start <laughs> letting loose. You know, like just letting it sail. Suddenly everybody's a constitutional lawyer, but I love it. I just love it. I'm like, oh, and here comes the meltdown. I just like to watch from afar. You know what I'm saying? I just want to see by the way. I just want to I just want to watch it on Dateline. <laughs> That's it. When they murder TikTok, I know who it will be. It will be the husband. Uh all of this is going down this week and then, you know, uh it's it's just it's 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 wild and as someone who loves to watch dateline i do also love other true crime productions although i will say you know what you guys i shouldn't say this but i'm going to um i never listened to serial does that make me a bad person I do love true crime, though. I love true crime. My favorite, by the way, if you're new, my favorite episode of Dateline is the one with Wild Bill. You just have to search it. I forgot what it's like. Season 46, episode 11 or something. I it just I just made those numbers up, but it's something like that. <laughs> so, But it's the one with Wild Bill, which I just feel like it should be made into a movie or something, and no one's done it yet. And if you don't you have, don't you do it, I'm going to do it, okay? I'm doing it. Don't you dare. If anybody, if anybody steals my idea, I swear. Anyway, so I'm totally not going to make a movie based on this true story because I don't have the rights to it, but it might look a lot. It might look similar. So, <laughs> But anyways, it's the one with Wild Bill. Just search Dateline Wild Bill and go nuts. <laughs> go nuts. Anyway, so I love true crime television shows. One of them came out that was happening in real time, in our real lives, and it's this murder, murder case, you guys. I've been utterly obsessed with this. And I mean, obsessed with it for like, I'm, it's so fascinating. And also I've been, here's the thing. Here's how I got to TikTok is because I've been looking up all the stuff on TikTok. They've been doing, like people have been using the Freedom of Information Act to subpoena his jailhouse phone calls and they've been posting them on tiktok and i'm fascinated and i listen to all of them and he is 100 guilty <laughs> he is 100 guilty you 
guys. Now, first of all, we're going to watch this. I'm going to pretend like I've never seen it before. I'm going to pretend like I have an open mind. But um, he's guilty. <laughs> Actually, I can say that now because he is guilty. That's the thing. Here's the thing. When you're guilty of murder, you're now a murderer. Okay? Um, until you appeal and win, you are a murderer. <laughs> so Alec Murdoch, at this point in time, as of this day in history, is a murderer. He hasn't appealed. He hasn't won. He's very much a murderer. So um, I'm fascinated by this. So I've been very excited. Like I watched the the case. You know, I watched the, you know, when they were, he was like, he's, he's taking the stand. And I was like, well, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> but I mean, you know, he got put in, 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 a, in, a, in a pickle <laughs> with this Snapchat. Man, these cell phones have really betrayed him in his murder plot. Anyway, and so he got put in a pickle with this Snapchat. So he's he's taking the stand. And I was like, oh, shit. Cancel all. Cancel my meetings. Like, this, is, this is it. This is it. This. This is my porn. Yes. So. This idiot is going to attempt to act. Because, you know, here's the deal. I'm an, I'm an actor. I'm a failed actor. So. I'm not a failed actor. I'm a very successful actor. I've been in several films and several television shows. Everyone loves me. Everyone loves my acting. It's it was a whole it's a whole thing. I have a whole style now. I'm like the Uda Agen of I'm the Uda Agen of untalented black people. So that's what they call me in the streets. Right here in the streets of Hollywood. They know me. They know me around town. They'll point at me and they'll go, That's him. That's the guy. He's the Uda Agen of untalented black people. Anyway, so back back in my acting days, I learned a thing or three about acting. So I love to watch bad acting. And I was like getting ready and set to watch his and it was it he delivered. <laughs> He delivered the Razzie that would make Tom Hanks shake in his boots. <laughs> he gave us everything we ever wanted and more. Paw paw, little little boo boo, sassafras, monkey 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 nuts, and jingle balls. Because <laughs> like, everybody and he had a nickname when he got on the stand. Everybody in his family had a nickname. Because I guess they, their, their strategy was that that would make him more sympathetic. So everybody had a name. Tito, <laughs> Shaky Leg, and Booty Mouse. You know, <laughs> the whole crew was there. Um, it's that same thing that the Kavanaugh, they, they, that was their same legal strategy with, with Brett Kavanaugh. Just, just say their nicknames. <laughs> It'll make you seem likable. Um, anyway, so he did some really awful acting. <laughs> So I'm very proud of him. Very proud of him. He did some some of the best worst acting that we've ever seen and got himself convicted. So I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, you guys, in case you don't have eyes and operate within the same universe that I'm in. He's convicted of murder, murdering his wife and his son. <clears throat> Oh, you guys. So this case is so complicated and weird. We're not going to get into all of it because I know you guys know most of it. So whatever. We're not going to like I'm just going to comment on parts of it. And you're just going to know what I'm talking about because I know, you know, at this point, a month later, after the conviction and stuff, you know what happened. So anyways, I'm so excited. This is the murder. <laughs> I think I'm going to call it making a murder murderers. <laughs> I think that's going to be the title of the podcast. You would already know that if you're listening to this, but I haven't decided yet. But I think I was thinking something about making a murderer, making a murderer, because that's a Netflix series. 
and then and merging murder murders with making a murderer. And so I was thinking making a murder murderers. <laughs> That's not it. Hold on. Making a murder murders error. <laughs> making a murder murderers error. <laughs> That's going to be the title, you guys, because whatever. I don't care anymore. Uh, so <laughs> but you already know that. If you're here, you already know that. Or else I cut this. <laughs> I named it something that makes sense. Hopefully not. Anyway, so we're going to watch the murder. It's called Murder Murders on Netflix, which is fascinating, you guys. I've seen it before. And if you have, then you know why I'm saying it's fascinating because it is. Because I feel like all these people have been like they've been under a forced gag order. <laughs> Because apparently this family, here's the deal. This is like a family in North Carolina. And apparently like they have a history of like being like they have the law firm in the town that runs all the town. And they have a lot of influence over like the, the, the law enforcement and stuff because they are the law in this town. Well, the thing was, here's the thing. Some shit went down and suddenly it became national news. So here's the deal. When you are in this little, little small community and you're like you you know having a heavy thumb over these people you can you can run anything you can you know whatever you can pay things off you can you can sweep things under the rug but when we're all watching you cannot sweep things under the rug when all of the journalists when national like journalists are watching what you're doing you cannot sweep things under the rug these journalists want a story buddy and they're going to go find one they're going to dig and the first place they're going to look is under the rug. And so <laughs> this, all of the stuff that they had clumsily swept under the rug is now coming on top of the rug. It's amazing. So they've been running this town, I guess, for centuries. <laughs> like, we're the law. You do what we say. And uh, surrounding them have been a lot of mysterious murders, which some are now being reinvestigated. We'll get to that when it happens in the documentary but um it's like this whole town that was doing a bunch of these people in this little town that were doing a bunch of dirty shit for a very long time to people and now are having to get their comeuppance <laughs> so uh the comeuppance they be coming <laughs> and they be uppins <laughs> they they be uppins <laughs> so this is very exciting so we're gonna watch this documentary where they pulled all the people from the town who had grievance and then one guy who just to blindly defends them i guess because they got some dirt on him i'm like what did you do whose dick did you suck because <laughs> they know because <laughs> this guy's like nah they ain't never done nothing wrong never they ain't never done nothing wrong we'll get to him we'll get to him when we get to him in the documentary but anyway so uh, all the people from town are coming clean now. <laughs> it's like a Broadway musical. <laughs> oh my goodness. In fact, I think... <laughs> I think that they were working on a Broadway musical like the style of Chicago. Um, <laughs> about this very case. And yeah, I, I think that's what they were... I think that's what I'm working on. So I think there was a clip I saw on the internet. I'm going to look around and I'm going to see if I can find that clip of the new Murdoch's Murderer musical uh, in the style of Chicago that they were working on. And if I can, I, uh, hopefully I can find it. Anyways, but until then, 
right now, I'm going to press play on the Murdoch Murders. Or just Murdoch Murders. I think it's what Murdoch Murders, a family saga or something like that. Pressing play now. Okay, you guys, so they're off to the oyster roast. Now, here's the deal, you guys. Okay, so Paul wants to go to this oyster roast, and so did Mallory, right? So Paul, here's the deal. Paul is Alex's son, the one that he murdered. Um, and so this is where all of the bad stuff starts happening in for their family. The good stuff for everyone except for Mallory, but the bad stuff for their family. So Paul, first, so the story goes, so Alec has been cleaning up after Paul's messes for a long time. By the way, you guys, I'm watching this show called Succession because my friend has forced me <laughs> against my will to watch this show. But it concerns similar themes. They've been cleaning, Alec and the family have been cleaning up after Paul's messes because he just gets drunk and I guess he turns into a different person. He's like, Burr! and he just, you know, drives his truck off of a cliff and you know just does crazy stuff and um does harmful stuff and so they've been covering up for him for a very long time and it's getting irritating to the people surrounding him except for the one dude who just sticks up for him no matter what anyways and so paul <laughs> paul's paul's bitch and so <laughs> paul's bitch seems fine with everything um, he literally, I, I feel like he blamed Mallory for wanting to go on the boat. He's like, I don't want to even go on the boat ride, but Mallory gave me puppy dog eyes. Really? Really? We're going to blame dead Mallory from the boat accident and not Paul, the guy who was driving the damn boat? Really, Paul's bitch? Anyway, so Paul's bitch... <laughs> Paul's bitch is doing what Paul's bitch does. But anyway, so everyone was like wanting to go to this oyster, to the oyster roast, because it's, it's winter time. So we put a bunch of oysters onto the, onto the damn fire, <laughs> set, them on, set them on fire, and we eat the oysters, and then we get in the boat and whatever, and we drink Coors Light. And we Coors Light, we drink Coors Light, and we just get, and we get shitty. Um, and so that's what they're doing. <laughs> that's what they're doing. <laughs> Gotta love it. So anyway, so they're they're doing this whole shenanigan and this is where it all goes bad because what had happened was the boat whoever was driving the boat which is questionable except for to everyone involved except for paul's bitch um everyone else is like uh yeah paul was driving the boat because he always drove the boat and whatever it's paul's boat and he's driving the boat they get in a boat accident mallory goes missing and they have to try to find mallory and it's been days they haven't found mallory's body and so then Alec Murdaugh, once again, because, you know, he's been cleaning up after Paul this entire time in his life, and he once again starts putting in the fix, right? And so he starts trying to influence these kids and stuff and, and telling them, you know, we don't know who drove the boat. Telling the other guy, you drove the boat, right? And the other guy's like, the fuck I did? <laughs> I didn't drive this fucking boat. That was your son. Are you crazy? Paul's guilty. But Alex Murdaugh is putting in the fix. And so this whole thing is what is the catalyst that makes everything else unravel because it starts to get the eyes of other people on to the mess that's happening and the fix that's going down that Alex is putting on the situation. So that's where this whole thing becomes awesome. <laughs> Okay, so Paul's drunk driving the boat. He slams into a bridge. Everyone flies off the boat. And, well, okay, well, first they got into a fight. Paul got in a fight with Morgan. There's Morgan, Miley, and Mallory. <laughs> so good luck keeping up with this. I believe Morgan 
Paul gets in a fight with Morgan or something. He's is his girlfriend, and then they he says something and she says something sassy back, and then he said, "Well, that's why your father can't support his family or something," which I find odd because Paul, your father is a thief. <laughs> so <laughs> let's if we break this down, let me look at these charts and graphs. Let me see here. Yes, your father stole millions. <laughs> so um. What? <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> what kind of a read is that, Paul? Your father is a, is a common thief. <laughs> really? But okay. So him and Morgan get into it, but then I guess it gets physical. So I guess Paul's abusive. Well, I mean, yes, he abuses a lot of things, but um, apparently he's physically abusive, um, according to Morgan. And uh, they get in a fight. They all decide to leave. Then... He crashes the boat into the bridge, and then they can't find Mallory. In comes Alec. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the deal. They call him Alex and Alec. I don't know what this man's name is, <laughs> but here comes his dad, whose name starts with an A, and he's going to put in the fix again. And so that is where we're ending episode one with Paul's, according to his own testimony, you guys, according to his own testimony, Paul's drug-addicted thief father <laughs> coming in to put in the fix when a young girl is missing and possibly dead. And that is the end of episode one of Murder Murderers. And that's where we're going to pause right now. We're going to take a little break. We'll be back. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You guys, we were on a break. You guys, we were on a break. We're on a break, you guys. We are on a break from making a murder's <laughs> making a murder murderers <laughs> so <laughs> we're on a break from that thing that I just said and we're watching uh, murder murderers 
murder, no, murder, the murder, no, not the murder murders. <laughs> Man, well, like, first of all, <laughs> your name doth betray you, sir. <laughs> your name doth betray your innocence. Anyway, so we're watching murder murders and murders not murderers but man whatever <laughs> six of one half dozen of the other all right so um we're gonna take a little break you guys but i looked i looked um while i was watching it i was clicking around my computer and i found the clips that i found online of the new musical based on this wonderful documentary and it's uh called <laughs> it's called <clears throat> making <laughs> making a murder's murderer the musical <laughs> so you say that 10 times fast and then we'll see <laughs> we'll see if uh, you can get through that anyway so i'm very excited to debut this guy because guys i a friend of mine is working on this so nobody has heard it yet but it sounds I'm telling you, it sounds pretty fucking good. Okay, now, now consider the source. I'm close to the to the the creator, but it sounds pretty fucking good, you guys. So here is making a murder's murderer the musical coming to Broadway soon. Coming soon to Broadway, based on the hit Netflix series Murder Murders comes the hit Broadway musical about the hitman, Alex Murdoch. Featuring hit songs like All That Cash I Stole. Come on, Maggie, we gonna paint a town. With all this cash I stole, I'm gonna rouge your knees and roll your stockings down. With all this cash I stole. And when you're good to Alec. Got the little model. If you're straight or if you're gay. When you're good to Alec, hell, I'll kill you anyway. And the hit song, Oxy. And who in KC goes to jail can still make money and get out on bail. I'm selling Oxycon. Featuring all new renditions of classics like The Jazzle Dazzle, I Did It Alone, Mr. Cellophone, and They Both Reached for the Gun. And I was at Mimos and Peepos, I wasn't even there. Oh, oh yes, no, so I was yes, at so Mimos yes, and Peepos and Mimos 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 and Peepos. I wasn't there. Critics are calling it, well, 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 he's done it again because I wish I was dead after watching that shit the soon-to-be Tony Award-winning masterpiece on its pre-Broadway run, starring Alec Murdaugh as himself. Oh, no, see, what, what am I doing in here in, in jail? See, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't even be here. I'm Alex Murdaugh, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. What am I, how I get here? It's like Alex, Alex in Wonderland or some shit. Kicking off the pre-Broadway tour at the Kirkland Correctional Institute in the Lowcountry. People, little poo-poo, sassafras. Jingle bells, antita, peepaw, little poo poo, sassafras, jingle bells, antita. Ticket prices starting at 15 Oxycontin, coming to a jailhouse near you. 
Y'all, we back. We back. We back. We back. We watching. We're watching. Making a murder's murders error on Netflix, and <laughs> it really takes me that long to do it. You guys, if you if you think this is easy, I want. I dare you to try it. Try to say it. Try to say this title, and don't read it. Just try to say it from your brain. So now they're putting in the fix. Here's here's the deal. They're putting in the fix. Not they. Alec is putting, well, they, because, you know, he's working in cahoots with the police department, which, by the way, a lot of these people, let's not, let's not stop at Alex, you guys. Let's not stop at Alex with these prosecutions. We also need the people from the police department who are complicit in this to go down also. <laughs> also, that Alex is putting in the fix right now about this boat accident. And so here's the deal. My favorite part of the trial was they were asking him about this fake badge that he has. He was like, you know, it's like Herschel Walker where he's like the <laughs> fake policeman for a little bit or something. I don't know. Like, they give him a little badge. And he, they were like, so, you know, and it was so funny. They started this whole crazy line of questioning about the badge where they're just like, what do you do? You keep it in your car? Where do you keep it? Oh, you keep it over. Oh, you, do you put it on your dashboard? Well, yeah, I'll put it on my dashboard. Okay, well, do you take it out? And, well, something, you mean something? Yeah, I mean, I put it out there so they can see it when I get pulled over. Oh, why would you do that? To influence people? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, yeah, just to maybe, you know, but, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I didn't have it that day. I mean, I didn't put it in my car that day. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, we were just asking you questions and they ask him a whole long list of questions or other things and they get back to it and they come back to this boating accident and they show him a picture from the boating accident day M meanwhile he's already testified and he said i never I, I never use my badge i never wear it i never I keep it in my car i never use it to influence people they come back to a picture of him on this very day of the boating accident where he's in the hospital trying to influence people and guess what's hanging out of his pocket dangling so that everyone can see oh it's the fake sheriff badge thing isn't that convenient Anyways, so my fa that I, lo I loved watching this testimony and just how they would trap him. Like, sir, if 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 they're if you're ever on the stand and they're asking a lawyer, a lawyer is asking you a question about something, it's not about what they're talking about. They're setting you up for something else. <laughs> you should know that, sir. If you hadn't been practicing law, defending cases against yourself and your own law firm for hundred years and robbing them of every dollar you would know that sir he is absolutely trying to influence these kids and i'm glad for that i'm very proud of the ones who stood up and said like no no that no he tried to get me to say i rode i drove that boat and i didn't drive that motherfucking boat you know what i'm saying like good for you good for you anyway so he's still putting in the fix we haven't even got to the damn murders yet how are we we're on episode two of three <laughs> we haven't even got to the damn murders yet you guys so let's keep trucking Keep, keep, keep going, and we're going to see what, watch what happens live next. And also, you guys, about finding Mallory's body. He did that family so dirty, and he was working in cahoots with these uh, police officers and stuff. And then the family's like, they didn't tell the family. They didn't let the family know anything. They were only talking and communicating with Alec because, you know, they're putting the fix for his son. But, like, they they didn't tell these people where their daughter's body was so they wouldn't let them into the area or anything and then they told him oh well we we already know what's probably going to happen with that like they just were really awful it was very much just like we're sweeping this under the rug and we're just here to put in the fix and you know it and i know it and whatever get over it but like this is this people this is their daughter like these people ugh, i don't know 
oh, I don't understand how people do this. But anyway, okay, back back to it. All right, now we're getting into the murders of Margaret and Paul. And so, you know, they were at the kennels feeding the dogs and stuff when the murders went down. And of course, Alex said he wasn't there. That's been his story, and he was sticking to it. I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I wasn't anywhere near the kennels at that time. I was at my mom and my people's house. And unfortunately, <laughs> Alex doesn't understand technology. His son had shot a Snapchat at the time, and Alex is talking at the time in the Snapchat. So that ended up being the smoking gun in the case, if you don't know about the case. That ended up being the smoking gun in the case was Alex said, I was certainly not there at this exact time that they were murdered. I was at my paper, my Mima Malba's house. And then the prosecution pulls out this Snapchat, and his voice is heard in it. And people testify, yep, that's his voice. And so, yeah, you were. <laughs> you were actually there at this, <laughs> the time of the murder, sir. You were literally there. And this Snapchat literally geolocates you, put you right, right fucking there, buddy. That's a doozy. So that's why he got on the, the stand to testify. And one of the most interesting things, too, was like he, they, I, I feel like he didn't even see when they were trapping him because they were like, so you went out to the kennels to feed the dogs. And, you know, the dogs, they would always bark if there's someone else around. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, they always bark. Were they barking that night? And he was like, no, no, they weren't barking. They were just good. You know, we were feeding them. And da, 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 da. But I was there. But I would. And I'm like, sir, you don't understand that they're setting you up. And he just didn't get it. And then they're you're like, so no one else was there because the dogs weren't barking. Right. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, buddy. So the dogs weren't barking. So it was just you and the people that they knew. So there's no mysterious murderer. <laughs> you were the only one, the other person there. Also, the cell phones betrayed him, you know, because I guess he was doing a lot of walking right after the murders went down in, a, you know, a short space. So he was, you know, you, you, I love the guy. The prosecution the attorney for the prosecution was like, were, were you on a treadmill? What were you what were you doing with all those steps? Because <laughs> your phone was recording them, sir. Anyways, you I was on a treadmill. Yeah, I know, because you were cleaning up after a murder. Anyway, and so then also the cell phones betrayed him because they were geolocated to be thrown out on his way to go to his like me and hop papa's house. So they just kept like cell phone like old people not understanding technology like just <laughs> kept betraying this man so but thankfully but i mean these are these are things though too that if this didn't have national attention they wouldn't have done this much digging they wouldn't have they would have been trying their their goal would have been to try to make him innocent and i think he really only understands things from that point of view because that's been his entire life so he didn't understand that like oh no they're coming after you buddy and they're gonna find every single thing paul was getting messy and i guess the motive is with the wife was she was wanting a divorce and she hired a forensic accountant and you know he had stolen all that money so the worst thing in the world you could do to somebody who's a fucking thief is hire a forensic accountant so <laughs> It's not going to go well. So <laughs> so she became expendable too, I guess, allegedly. So not allegedly, according to the, you know, that's a, he's a convicted murderer. So it is what it is at this point. Okay, so now we're getting into the death of Stephen. So here's the deal. So Alex's other son, Buster, 
We're not talking about Paul anymore. Not Boat Paul. Paul Boat Paul, we're done with him. Now, Buster. Buster is the other son. And so here's how this story goes down. So, okay, here's the thing. Around the Murdoch family, people somehow mysteriously end up dead. And there's a lot of question marks as to how it happened. Nobody really ever finds out. There's not a lot of investigating. And nobody ever, nobody ever really knew how any of these people died. But suddenly, these people just died around them. And nobody really seemed to know or care. And that was Alex putting in the fix. Anyway, so, so it turns out Buster's kind of gay. I, I, don't know the, I don't know the best way to, to, to do this. But, but I mean, allegedly, Buster's kind of gay. Um, and he has, a, he has a boyfriend named Steven. I don't know. They're friends or whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Allegedly. I don't know. Name Steven. But I don't really care about Buster as much as I care about Steven because Steven somehow one day runs out of gas on a uh, on a, a dark dirt road and ends up dead which is odd because i guess i don't i they they say he was hit by a car but like nothing nothing matches up to what they say actually happened to him and nobody did really any investigating as to how steven died but we do know that steven was gay and Stephen was like out and gay, and I guess Buster had told his family, and then suddenly Stephen ends up dead. So you know, you do that math. Anyways, the great thing now, though, is because all the eyes, the eyes are on these other cases. So now they're exhuming Stephen's body, and they're going to do some more investigating, and we're going to find out who or how Stephen died. And they're not, they're not. They're like looking at it as, you know, it might be a homicide now, which is great because it is. And we know who's responsible for it, Alex. And there, there are a lot of people on the Internet are going, why are they doing this to Buster? Why are they? Because Buster, here's the thing, you guys. Let me tell you something, a little something about something. I don't know anything, but I know a little something about something. And I know that Buster knows something. Buster knows something. Stephen just didn't just die. And then Buster, you know, mysteriously, and Buster knows absolutely nothing about what happened because there's all these rumors around the town about what happened, and they all say that it come, it points back to the Murdoch family. And Buster knows something, and so you are either a murderer or accomplice to a murder. Buster knows something. Let that be known. Buster knows something, and we need to find out what the fuck Buster knows. I'm excited about it because they're also they're exhuming the body. They're going to you know do an autopsy and stuff and like find out. Uh, that type of stuff. But the most important thing is they're going through the cell phone data again. I guess maybe not again, but for the first time. They're going, actually going to go through the cell phone data. And you know what has betrayed Alex Murda is the cell phone. <laughs> and I love that for him right now because I just, I'm dying for the moment that they can pin Alex's cell phone right next to Steven's cell phone. And this whole time saying, he said, I have no idea. I don't know anything. Well, why are they, why are your cell phone right next to his? I can't wait for that moment because you do know something. And Buster, why is yours right there too? I can't wait for that. That's what, that's, that's, that's what we need. That's a smoking gun we need about Steven. And yeah, we, you know, we just need the truth. We need to shake these people down. We need to find the truth. These people, they've been lying and been doing dirty for a long time. They've been murdering people. Also, you guys, speaking of mysterious murders, there's the maid. The maid found, allegedly, found Alex's pills 
because I guess he was taking a bunch of pills. Let's go, you know, the, Alex is a crackhead. Let's call it what it is, you guys. You know what I'm saying? And I said, here, guys, listen. So in the in the in the 1980s and 1990s, um, when uh, there were a bunch of uh, black people addicted to drugs, uh, they were called crackheads, and there wasn't an uh, an opioid crisis like right now. It's an opioid crisis. You know, and so we all have to be sympathetic to the opioid crisis because it affects white Americans. But when it was black people, it was a war on drugs. So there was a war happening when it was when they when the addicts were black. But now it's a crisis and um, everyone needs to seek help. But I'm going to call Alec Murda a crackhead. If he's doing like 50 Oxycontin a day, he's a fucking crackhead. So this crackhead uh, was stashing pills um, and his maid, I guess, found it and mentioned it to him or something, mentioned it to the wife or something. And so, which is another reason why I think the wife had to go. Anyways, and so then um, the maid mysteriously fell, hit her head and died. <laughs> Isn't that weird? I guess she, she allegedly got tangled up in the dogs, hit her head and died. Yet another questionable murder murder you know hopefully they investigate that further because i guess alex like made the children take out an insurance or claim on the mother or something and then stole their money <laughs> so like it's just an awful person just the worst human being alive just an awful person this this is I, i'm sorry this this is a, a crackhead thief yeah so just another mysterious murder murder okay you guys i just finished so gloria is the maid that's her name and apparently they've exhumed her body and they're investigating that again also so thank god for that so gloria is being reinvestigated is exhumed being reinvestigated and steven has been exhumed and is being reinvestigated also. So we go know some answers because here's the deal. I don't care. He's in, he's in jail for the rest of life, whatever. Um, but we still need like, no, you, you, we need to know how many people you murdered serial killer, sir. Like we need to know how many and Buster, we need to know what you knew. And even the dad people, we know what they knew. Cause you know, cause Paul's a murderer too. So, and the mom, cause that's what I'm wondering too. Like, but did, did the mom push the woman down the stairs? Who pushed the woman down the stairs? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, we need to know, we need to know who all was a murderer up in this house, but it looks like all, it might be all of them anyway. So allegedly, so, <laughs> but I'm with the, you know, the, what was her name? Morgan at the end where she's like, I want some answers. And I'm like, yeah, we want some like, answers deserve like real answers not just eh, well, whatever and then shit happens no no shit don't happen no i need to know what you did sir where were you on the night of the 15th sir well on the night of the 23rd were you driving the damn boat sir making a murder's murders <laughs> i still can't do it anyways it was a wild ride if you guys haven't watched this documentary then please do because it's fascinating and, you know, get lost in a, a TikTok wormhole <laughs> while you can before they ban TikTok. I hope that they find out who killed Gloria and who killed Steven. And if they do, I think it will all be possible because of Mr. Cellophone. Did somebody ring me? Alec Murdoch. 
That's right. I'm I'm like Bloody Mary. You used to, you used to say my name three times, and I am show up. I'm, I'm, I'm boo. I'm gonna come like an oxycontin devil. Alex, I don't really. I don't, it's the season finale. I don't. Really don't worry. Do. I didn't come to kill you. I just came to say. I'd rather you not. I hit it. A one, two, seven, four. Hit it. Oh God. Okay. Mister Zellophone, Mister Zellophone, I wasn't even home. Was Mister Zellophone? See, you can look right at me. And sell, I'm lying. I don't even know my name. I'm high, Mr. Cellophone. Why you do me like that, Mr. Cellophone? I wasn't even home. I was at me, my peepers, baby. Yeah, you can look right at me and tell I'm lying. Cause I'm a fucking liar. That's right, Mr. Cellophone. You guys, you guys. That's it. <laughs> That's it, season one. You guys, we ended with a bang. Bang, 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 bang. That's the sound of Alex Murdoch. <laughs> On the ones and twos. <laughs> Banging it up. Um, we, it, we, guys, a great season. 22 amazing episodes. Thank you guys for joining me. It has been my pleasure. I actually had a lot of fun. I hope you did too. I can't wait for season two. We're going to see what we going to do. And um, until then, go back. Listen to the old episodes. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, rate, and review. Leave a review. Whatever your favorite episodes are. Say, oh, I love this one and this one. Or say, no, don't say anything bad. <laughs> Only say that. <laughs> Thank you guys for joining me. Yes, B with SB. I'm your host, SB Run Up the Third. Season one. We out. See you next time. I guess I'm gonna go order that bucket of fried chicken I've been dreaming about and listen to cereal. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 